Good evening, welcome to another Tuesday night where we have that great time with God on our Tuesday night prayer. Y'all thank God for this coming this far. And and we are in Holy Week. My God. We're in Holy Week. Uh, y'all gonna have to excuse me if I get into preaching mode tonight. I'm just giving you a heads up. But I'm, I'm, we're going to pray, definitely. And we're going to open up this prayer. Then we're going to the very word the Lord gave me for this hour. Eternal Father, we thank you for tonight, God. We thank you for everything that you're getting ready to release in this hour, God. God, the very vision that we're given unto your people that they can see clearly now, God. God, open their eyes that they see what you want them to see in this hour, God. God, begin to open their ears that they can hear the very words from you, God. Open up their heart that they can receive the word and be able to hide it in their heart once again, God. Open their minds that their mind may be changed and their mindset may not, not be in a cycle or not hearing what the Lord is saying, God. God, move now, God, by your power, God, by your might now. Move tonight, God. I thank you right now in advance for what you have already done, God, but for the release that you have already released tonight, God, for the season, the season that you've already released in here tonight, God. God, we thank you. God, we give you glory. God, we give you honor in this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Tonight, tonight. Um, I'm going to have to paraphrase it. If I, if I really read this, it's going to go a whole nother. <laughs> so, and, and I'm paraphrasing from Matthew, the 26th chapter, and about the 36th to the 39th verse. And this is a time that when Jesus gets into the Garden of Gethsemane, and this is where he tells people to give instructions why he go pray, but he takes some people with him. He takes Peter and two sons of Zebedee with him. And, and at the point he takes them, he gets troubled. And he feels very sorrowful and overwhelmed in his heart. That he feels it to the point of death. But he tells somebody, instruction, stay here. I'm going a little further to pray. And when he gets to the place of praying, he falls on his face. Ah, my shaka. He falls on his face and asks God, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will be done, but your will be done. And I got a question for y'all. And some of y'all can put it in the comments. As the cup was before God. Jesus, as he was getting ready to get arrested and go through the trials and everything he had to do to go unto the cross. If you're sitting there with someone or you got somebody close to say, neighbor, oh, neighbor, what was in that cup that Jesus had to take? So when I look at the fact of what is going on, we have to think about is a very cup that had carried everything that the world was sinning and doing. And he had to take this cup in order to be able to, to, to fulfill the, the, the very task that he was came here to do. You have to understand now, now, in this cup was you. Ah, in that cup was me. 
In the cup was Bishop. In the cup was Lady Johnson. And everything that they, they had to go through, every sin they may have committed before they came into Christ, or even in the process while we in Christ, it was in the cup. And so we had to understand it, that Jesus was looking at the cup and looking at the weight of what he had to do. And he was thinking, like, if it's possible, let this cup pass. If it's possible, let this go ahead and I will, I, I go to the cross. I do all this. But if I got to take this cup, if it's possible, I got to take the cup. If it's possible, I got to, got to look at the weight of what's going on. I, I, I still will fulfill your will. But God, I got to take what's in this cup and fulfill the destiny and purpose for my life. So I look at y'all and have to think about things and I had to look at myself today and, and situations had to happen and then when and they happened and I had to look at it. Ah, but Charles, you got a cup to take too. But you ain't got the cup Jesus got, but you got a cup too. You better check what's in your cup. Because some of y'all ain't ready to look at what's in your cup. Some of y'all have a cup. And I'm going to just use this as an example. Some of y'all have a cup and y'all see it. Y'all see the cup. Some of y'all got some stuff in this cup that y'all ain't ready to let people know about. Some of y'all got some molestation in y'all cup. Some of y'all got uh, 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 abandonment issues in y'all cup. Some of y'all got, 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 got broken hearts and uh, uh, mistreatments from relationships in your cup. Ah, but some of y'all don't want to take the cup. Some of y'all want to get to the destiny that God has you without going through the process of understanding what's in this cup. Ah, y'all got to hear this thing. If Jesus took this cup, he had to understand it, that what all was in here, I got to take in order to go to the cross to have my blood shed that you may be saved. Mm. What's in your cup? What's in the cup that Jesus had to do that he had to go to the cross? He had to bear the sins of you. He had to bear the sins of you constantly going back and forth and backsliding and, and can't commit to him and, and understand it. Or, or some of y'all who are gifted and, and anointed, y'all still got all this other stuff in your cup, being a whoremonger, being, being, being a backbiter, being a gospel in your cup, and you still looking. Ah, shake it, ain't that it? Y'all still looking at, like, uh, I, 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 I don't want to take the cup. If I take the cup and I take and deal with the was in the cup and the Lord that delivers me, that means I don't have to carry this cup no more. I don't have to carry it because the work that Jesus did is completed. If I carry the cup, I don't let the work that God has done all the things that he did to make sure that we'll be forgiven for our sins, that we may be saved, that we have a savior that has saved us from eternal hell, and that we have an intercessor that gets us directly to the Father. Ah, but you got to understand that when I hold on to what's in my cup, instead of giving my cup to Jesus, like I like he did over 2,000 years ago, I got too much mess and I can't do what the God has called me to do because I'm carrying a cup that don't belong to me. Ah, Jesus, you got to understand, we can't carry the cup. We don't have the anointing to carry the cup. 
The cup was given to God to fulfill the destiny that God had sent him down because he knew that Adam would mess up and he knew he needed another way for his children to get back unto him. So when Jesus took the cup, he took everything that you did. God, my God, I need y'all to catch that. He took that cup so we could be in a place that we could have a real Savior in our life. Not a convenience store Savior. Amen, lights and wall. Ah, not, 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 not my only Sunday morning Savior. Not my wife. I'm, I'm, I'm in a situation Savior, but your Savior for your life that saved you from eternal hell. He took the cup because he saw what was in it and he knew what the price was. And he wanted the cup to pass, but he said, not my will, but thy will be done now. And tonight that I'm going to make sure we understand when we look at this and, and understand this, when we know what's in the cup and then the God had took that cup and, and begin to carry it and begin to move it, begin to, begin to get to take everything off of you. Ha, I'm going to take off of the, you being a single mother in situations where you knew the man should have been there and should have been, should have been a husband and should have been a father to you, should, but he did. So I'm going to take what's on me and put it in the cup. Ah, I'm going to take what, when my family rejected me ha, and they left me alone and they left me to, to die and fight for myself without having proper armor, without being equipped to be a soldier, without being equipped to know what to do with each piece of this armor. I will put it in the cup. And, and, and when I, and I look at this stuff, whatever God has been doing and, it, and the church folks been acting funny with me, I'm a Put it in the cup. <laughs> Y'all got to understand this. All the stuff that I went through and, and everything that I was being obedient to God, being in the right position, being a pastor, and all the stuff they did to me, <laughs> I'm going to put it in the cup. God, y'all got to hear me tonight. <laughs> Y'all got to catch this. <laughs> I'm going to put it in the cup. <laughs> and when I finish putting it in the cup, <laughs> I'm going to give this cup to Jesus <laughs> because I cannot bury this cup anymore <laughs> because I need to be saved. <laughs> I need to be delivered. <laughs> I need to be set free. <laughs> I got to tell you you got to understand when he looked in the cup and saw my faults and saw my issues he wanted to pass the cup on but he knew it was not his will to pass the cup so he said I'm going to take this cup because it's the will of the father y'all got to understand this tonight 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 before you get in your bed before you close your eyes take the time and leave the things in the cup and give it to Jesus because the problem is we only give one thing out of the cup to God and we don't give the whole cup unto him tonight in this holy week that we got to do in order to go into the season that God has ordained for us in order for us to receive what God has really wanted to do in our life we have got to put it in the cup and after we put it in the cup don't go back and get it once you repent from the sin don't go back and commit the sin again. You ain't got to lay in nobody's bed no more in order to get your bills paid. You got to be in an understanding that I left it in the cup and I'm not going to pick it back up because Jesus knew that I had to take on everything that you went through. Let me make it personal. It took on everything that Charles had to go through. The bullying, the rejection, and everything in the church. The, the being denied what God is doing in me. Being denied of what everything
thing that, that, that God has already ordained that people want to get in their feelings. And I put it in the cup and I gave the cup to God. In order for me to be the person that I am, to walk in the anointing, I had to give the cup to Jesus. Because if I held on it too long, I was going to block my own blessings. I was going to stop my own growth. So I had to give the cup. I need y'all to give the cup to God. He may not like what's in the cup, but he's anointed to be able to carry it and be able to get you free. Oh my gosh. Y'all got to understand it. Stop holding the cup. When I told you, look to someone and say what Jesus had to take in that cup, he had to take me. He had to take my messed up self. Take that cup. Swallow all that. Go to a cross. Die and be rose again. You got to understand it. What he Tuck it to the cross. That means nobody can really put that on you because it's not on you in no more. It's not in your life no more. When it went to the cross, that was it. You cannot bring my cup up in my future no more because Jesus carried it and everything was on the cross and died. We got to understand that tonight. We got to understand it. Why we in this holy week that, that he has already taken what's in you that you know that ain't right. That what grandma did, what four generations did back, that was trying to come into your generation, your life, and make you derail the destiny that God had in you. But you got to remember the cup was already given to Jesus over 2,000 years before you was even thought of when you was in the very foundation of this earth. That God already knew what you did was going to go in this cup, and we got to leave it there. Because God is going to do some great and mighty things when we learn to stop carrying it and give it to God. Eternal Father, we thank you tonight. God, we thank you for the word that you have released in this place, God. God, we thank you for the, I feel the spirit of deliverance moving in your house, moving in your car right now. God, I feel the spirit of deliverance moving all in parts of your life. The things that you thought that you could never get off of you, the hurt that you felt in the church, the hurt you felt from your mama, the hurt you felt from your daddy. But God, God says tonight there will be deliverance. And God said, I have set you free, God. And when God sets you free, he's not putting you back in the same bondage. God can set you free while the chains are on your feet. God can set you free while you're sitting in a, a 10 by 9 cell right now. He will set you free right where you're at. And God will bring you out of the prison, God. God will bring you out the chains because you trusted and believed that God was a delivering God. He is not just your savior. He's your deliverer. And God is delivering tonight, God. God is delivering you you from past fails. God's delivering from your mistakes you did this morning. God is delivering right now from the very thoughts you had before you got on this line, before you begin to hear the prayer. God is delivering right now. His delivering power is hitting every part of Brevard County, every part of Seminole County, every part of Orange County. God, God, His delivering power is moving through Volusia County right now in the name of Jesus. God, Deliverance power being moved now, God. We thank you. 
for your deliverance being moved right now, God. God, we thank you for the healing power that's coming in right now, God. God, for everything, God. For every blood vessel that's in your head that's giving you headaches, that's making it hard for you to get move forward. God, we speak to every blood vessel right now in the name of Jesus. God, we speak to the neurons in the brain that they will begin to be set free and begin to have healing. That they be able to send messages and receive the messages that God has designed in your body. God, we thank you tonight, God, that you are constantly covering and pushing forward our bishop and our lady Johnson, God. God, we thank you, God. God, we thank you for the birthing that's happening. We thank you, God. God, we thank you. God, the birthday of the next dimension. God, we thank you, Father, for doing it, God. God, we thank you for your moving now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. God, even to the expansion that you have already spoke, God, for the expansion, God, he, for the expansion, we thank you, Father, we thank you, Father, God, we thank you, Kukuramanderisa we thank you, Father. There is no other God like you, God. We thank you in advance for the opening, God. God, for the multiple doors that you open, God. God, we thank you right now, God. God, we just thank you for you taking the time to walk with us through the process to, so we understand the trust and you the more, God. God, we thank you right now, God. God, we thank you for the contracts that are coming in. 
God, we thank you for that. God, we thank you for the connection within in corporations and more industry connections, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, Father. God, we give you glory, God. We thank you that you have took the time over 2,000 years and took that cup so we wouldn't have to be in that situation, God. God, we thank you for being underneath you, God. God, we thank you for submitting to your authority in our lives to let them know that you are our Savior, you are our God, you are our head of our life. We thank you for understanding how to submit to you the more, God. God, in the submitting to you to go on, God, the more I know the more things you open up unto us. God, the things that you reveal because our own submission and humbleness unto you, God. God, I thank you that you have spoken that we will be able to speak into the atmosphere and speak healing to land, God. Shut my soul. We thank you, God. We give you honor, Lord. We glorify your name. There is no other name that we glorify. We thank you. We thank you for what you're doing. He God, bring the water. God, bring the water back. Bring water back. God, we thank you. God, we declare and decree everything that you have said tonight that it will be done. God, we declare and decree that everything that God has been moving in our lives, that we will see the very manifestation of it. And God, we stand on your word. We trust in your word. We believe in your word. And we know your word will never return unto us for And we declare and decree it is so and so it is. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I just want to remind you that we want to make sure we take time out to focus in on what this week really means. We want to make sure that you are in Bible study tomorrow night. Preferably, I will be there. My plan is to be there. I want to be there. And I trust God will get me there. <laughs> and see y'all to the Bible study. And if anything comes up, trust and believe. Our bishop will send out a message so we can know what to do and how to follow in order. We thank you all for tuning in every week and everything that God's going to do. And trust, trust that God is a man that he should not lie. And neither the son of man that he should repent. That everything he says that he wants to do, he's going to fulfill it. And his word will be fulfilled. Be blessed until next week. Welcome back to our weekly Tuesday night prayer. This is Miracle Life under the leadership of Mims Church of God and Mims Church.
Eternal Father, we thank you once again. God, we thank you for tonight, God. We thank you for this time. We thank you for what you're getting ready to do, God. We thank you for the equipping of the saints, God. God, we thank you for, for the covering that our bishop gives us, God, as we continue to move forward in the vision, God. We thank you right now that God has set things in order and God has strengthened us for this battle. He has strengthened us to move forward in this year. And God, we thank you that, God, you're going to do some mighty and powerful works through us, God. God, we thank you that in your word that you said that the signs and wonders shall follow. God, we stand on your word and we declare and decree that we shall see this in the next 60 days, God. We thank you, Father. That is going to be done tonight, God. We, we give you honor in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen, amen, amen. Let us go into the word of the Lord tonight. We thank you for our bishop allowing us to do this. Um, let's go to 1 Peter, the 5th chapter. And, Mims, you should know this and be ready for this tonight. 1 Peter, the 5th chapter. I'm going to start about the 6th verse. Now I should be reading from the King James Version. And it reads such at the 6th verse. It says, Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Verse 8. 
must remember for today, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. And let's go down to verse 10. I, I need to close with this one. But the God of all grace, who has called us into his eternal glory by, G, by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, made you perfect, established you and strengthened and settled you, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And that goes for the word tonight. I'm just here to remind you there are steps that we must take and the things that must be done because we have gotten instructions. Ah. I feel my ah. so at that verse six of when the Lord had me start from, he said, Humble yourselves. Put yourself in a position where you are not focusing on you, but you're humbling yourself to who God is and his power, his might, his his omnipresent, he his 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 anointing that comes through his his very presence that when he comes in that he we must Humble, because we know that that he does not like the proud, does not want the proud around him, the haughty. He wants you at a humble state to know who you are and amongst him and that he's going to do things for you because of your state and your position that God has allowed you to be in. Humble. People don't understand that it, it does not mean that I've lost any direction, but I understand who to submit to, who to put myself in in a line with. So I must humble myself under the mighty hand of God because that that he will exalt me and do time. So we must stay in a place of knowing to be focused. God, we must stay in a place of understanding that God is doing a work. I cannot get caught up in what someone else is doing because this one has been on TVN. This one has been on the Word Network. This one has been on local TV and all of this. This one gets to travel on international platform. But I must be in a place to stay humble because while I'm humble, the Lord's going to Put me in places, God. That he's going to exalt me. And I'm not going to exalt myself. I'm going to go into a place where he knows he can exalt me because I am humble. You have got to understand it. The Bible tells us for the lands to be healed if you will see it. And humble themselves and pray. So that tells me that is a key essential to what we got to do in the time to be able to move into the, what God is saying. We got to know how to be humble. We must remember foundational things. You must be willing. You must be obedient. God, you must be humble. You must be these things in order for God to be in a place to be used by him. We cannot be in these self puffed up these self-pride things about all about what I do. We must remain in a place to be humble. Ah, my God. And understand that God will exalt. And here's something. When we are in our state, the Lord understands that we go through scenes and we, we, we pick up things that we don't belong to us. We pick up, but I'm not that sick Things that really don't belong to us that and then we got issues that go in life. And it reminds us in verse 7, casting as a mean a continuous thing, a thing that we always do, casting our all, all, not some, not just one, all our cares upon him, for he 
careth for you. So when I go through stuff and they say, let it go, give it to God, that means I have to take everything. I got to search me and make sure. When I say, God, I, I give this all to you. I, I can't deal with this no more, but I know you got the answers. I know you know the way, God. I got to give it to you. God, I give the children to you, God. God, I give this church with the with the rebellious, disobedient members that come up in here and think they want to run the church better than what I'm doing. And God has set me to be the person and he has built the ministry for me to be in position. But they come in, God, but I give them to you, God. I give them to you, God. I give them to the employees that don't understand that there is order that must be followed. God, I give them to you, God. God, I give you my children that do not want to be obedient and understand the rules of my house. God, I give them all to you. He said, I, I casting all of my cares upon him. Everything. Thing that seems to want to be on my back, they want to be blocking me and weighing me down from keep moving forward, from doing what God has called me to. I cast them. I continually to do it. I don't just do it one time. I have to continually because the word says casting. It does not mean I stop. When they arise up, I must take into action. Tonight, I need some of y'all in the spirit realm to begin to throw and cast them cares upon him because what it is happening, you are carrying them. I got to get to this next part. I need y'all to really, whatever you are or in your car, at home, in the office, I need you to take this very moment and I, I, I see it in the spirit. Take all those things, grab them up and, and, and really put them in your hands. Some of y'all got a couple things and I really need you to take them and cast them upon the Lord and really give it and cast it because you know he cares for you. Stop carrying the things from two seasons ago into now. Casting all your cares upon you, for he cares for you. And here is our, our, our scripture for today, and, 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 and I have to break this down because, you know, when things happen, I have to put it in perspective, and I actually live this today. And I have to remind somebody at work that, you know, you got to understand, you got to be vigilant because things are going on out that. Now, y'all get this, y'all, when I get to this, because Lady Johnson broke some things down that there's really a truth to the scripture when she threw in the word swallowing it. Yeah, but I need you to understand sober. That means of clear what? Mind. Sober means I'm aware of what's going around me. I have not had anything to, to distort my vision, to distort my hearing, to distort my thinking. Being sober means I'm of a, a, a sound mind that I mean I'm hearing. So I must be sober in all areas of me. He's telling us and giving instruction, be sober. Then be vigilant. That means I must be watching the things around me because things are trying to come to distract me. Because if I'm distracted, I can't see my adversary moving in. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So when you understand that I'm sober-minded, I'm vigilant, meaning watchful what's going on around me, then the understanding that my adversary, the devil, is like a roaring lion seeking who he must devour. Uh, if you take the time to go and watch certain large cats, not just the lion itself, 
I have watched them in, in, in growing up, and I always love to watch nature because that's God's creation. So I like to watch it. But I want y'all to understand this. When the lion, the, the tiger, and certain jaguars and everything, they, when they move, catch this. They have stopped their prey. They have observed. So they've been watching every move you've been making, and they've been looking for places to know when to attack or devour you. Your adversary is doing the same thing. Your adversary sends out demons and imps to give them information to know how to watch you, to know your moves, to know when you're supposed to be fasting, all of a sudden you get commercials about, you know, chocolate cake. You get commercials about this stores have it. When I'm fasting, you get every restaurant that wants to all of a sudden have a sale. Your adversary is watching you, so he's telling you you got to watch for them because what they're doing is, is trying to move in on you. They're looking for the place to attack it. And the Lord was working on me. If I'm, if I'm God, if I'm being sober and I'm being vigilant, I know when the adversary comes in. But if I let my emotions come in, and I let bitterness and hatred come in. I'm not longer being sober or being vigilant. Because bitterness will make you focus on what someone did to you. So you don't see the adversary. And what the adversary does, it comes in when your emotions open the door for him to move. Catch this, catch this, catch this. So when we get to places of, of the bitterness, the angriness, the depression, and when grief takes us over, the adversary your, your, your knows how to move in. And that's when your, your lion, your tiger, whatever you want, the, the python spirit begins to move in and begins to devour you because you let emotions not let you be sober or vigilant. So you got to understand it. We must stay focused on what God has called us to do. We must fo stay focused and, and have a clear mind and, and make sure I, I, I we're watching what's going on, not just natural, but in the spirit realm. Things are moving in the spirit realm. That's why God gives you spiritual eyes. Because God wants you to see what's coming. And that's why we must not just be vigilant in the natural, but in the spirit. Because being, being, being seeing what's going on in the spirit, we'll understand how things are trying to operate in the natural. Okay, God, thank you, Jesus. Um, because we have to understand, we lose being sober and being vigilant when we get caught in our flesh. We miss things that's coming. We talking about, well, I don't know, that hit me out of nowhere. Oh, my. But we have to understand when we get in a fleshy way, we're no longer being sober. We're no longer being vigilant. So your adversary is already moving in to devour you. You have to understand these things tonight. If we're going to be at that place, we have to understand that they're going to try to attack no matter what you do. No how how vigilant you are, no matter what you are. If you understand the different different I don't know why he got me the different cats, they some like to hunt alone and some like to hunt in a in a group, in a pack. And what they do, 
they let one be seen and then forget about the ones that are coming this way. So that's why you have to be vigilant because you may see one, but it may be three more around you. That That's the same thing that coyotes do. What they do is let one see, but there's ten around you getting ready to take you out. So you must be vigilant and know when to move and what times to move. You must know, just like the children of Israel, they knew when to follow the cloud at night that was, became a pillar of fire. They knew when to move because in the night season, things move differently. Ah, God. You got to understand that we're going to be vigilant. We got to know when God says move, move this way, move that way. In order to get to the place and what we're going to see, understand verse 10 to understand what he's doing and, how, and this is what he's going to do in our life. And you got to understand that because of it, verse 10, but it says unto God, to the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal Glory by Christ Jesus. So that's letting us know that we already got a place in God's kingdom. If you, if you, see y'all quiet tonight. I ain't seen no hands go up or anything right there. That was a time that you could have gave God a praise. That you already know that I already got a place in God. I got a place in his kingdom. Not just on earth but in, in, in the heavenly realms. I already got a place because, because Christ had made a place for me because he shed his blood. But it says this. And after you have suffered a while. See the body does not want to suffer through anything. So let me bring this home to you. I'm watching my time. Let me bring this home to you. If you understand about a birthing process, you understand the suffering, the level of pain when the uterus contracts. The women might catch this better. So when you have something that's been stretched as far as it can go and then it contracts, there is a level of pain that you suffer in order to get the baby. In order to have the thing birthed out of you in the right time, at the right time of gestation, you must understand there is a level of pain that you must suffer. And it said, after you have suffered a while. See, Christians are, are, are thinking that God is a God of love and we don't have to go through nothing. I'm going to walk through the roses. But if you understand it, when you begin to know how to minister a scripture and then you know how to minister a song, that means you had experience with God and he brought you through something. He made your faith increase through the test in order to have the testimony. So you went through some after you suffered a while. Yet you suffered a while. You have to understand when the Lord has made you perfect, then He established you. Here's the thing God will strengthen you in the midst of this, God. God will strengthen you when you look like everything should be falling apart in your life. God is strengthening you. Why we have to strengthen? Because there is more to do. It is not over because just what attack came what because I because I forgot to be vigilant and I had to go back and I had to repent and get myself back in the line and, and get back to praying get back to fasting get back to reading this word get back to, to understanding what it is to meditate on him to talk to him all day then I got me but you know after after I, after I had to suffer and get myself back in line the Lord began to make perfect God began to begin to strengthen God began to establish and, and, and then after we understand that when he settles you 
When you understand it, God's bringing it to me to like a tree. When you plant a tree and the roots get settled and they get in place, there's not many things can move the tree. The winds may blow, storms may come, but when the roots are deep, and settle, nothing can move, nothing can move it. And it's, that's why it always reminds us in Song 1, I shall be planted by the rivers of water, and I shall not be moved because my roots are deep. I'm in him. Even though things, I'm suffering the wind. I'm suffering the rain. I'm suffering what it looks like to have a famine in the land. I'm suffering what it looks like there's a drought. But after all of that, God will settle me that. And understanding that God is putting me in a place where, where I can help you out with a word and bring you through. Because the word is not always about what I had to go through, but what I came into. Some of y'all got to remember tonight we must remain vigilant. We must remain sober. So let us get back to a place uh, in this time of prayer, Lord, that we will get back to a place of understanding that who God is in our lives and who we, we what what we must do in this time, even though the storm is trying to come and rage. But I remember the Lord has settled me. My roots are strong, and the, the storm may come, and it may do some pruning to some branches that don't belong there no more. We have moved out of that season and we have to thank God that he has settled us. We have to remember that God has brought us to a place where we're going to be able to make it through. We're not just surviving anymore. We are overcoming things. Even though they tried to come to break us down, the Lord has reminded us long as we stay in a clear head, a sound mind, long as us. We don't let things come in and attain us. Don't wrong. We don't let our flesh get into God. So cool. Long as we know that we continue to watch and be vigilant and know that God is moving, even though our adversary is looking, trying to wait to break us down, but God continues to keep strengthening us. God, oh God, right now, God, as we come to you, God, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, God, we are your children that love to serve you and worship you, God, God, in this day, where now, where we're at, God, God, some of us have suffered things unto our own fleshly ways, God, God, we come now to repent for us operating in our flesh, God. God, we come now that we may be in a place to understand it, that we must remain in a sober mind, God. And our mind must be stayed on you, God. We cannot get caught up in what the other people been doing, how the other people been treating us, God. God, we must remain focused on you and think of the things above, God. God, we must remain in your word that we know that your word will bring us through every situation now, God. God, we thank you tonight that you have reminded us that our enemy may be trying to look at us and try to break us down, but you have got us covered, God. God, you have covered us, God. You have just covered us like, like, like a hen covered his chicks with her wings, God. God, you covered us that, that nothing will come at our dwelling, God. You covered us in a way that our enemies can't even see us no more, God. God, you lift us up in your secret tabernacle, God. God, you move like never before in our lives. When the enemy wants to come try to destroy us, and he sent his arrows by day, and his snares by night, but nothing will be able to penetrate us. 
wind up to be able to penetrate us, God. God, because you have reminded us that we will keep this armor on, God. That we will have the whole armor on, God, on. That we will be able to stand against the wild of the enemy. That we will be able to make it through, God. God, our faith will stay increased, God. Our righteousness will be in you, God. God, we will be able to carry this gospel, God. We will have truth, God. We will have the word of God. God, we will have salvation on us, God. And God, we will keep that, but God, because we know that God, that's the only way that we know that God, you've been telling us in this season to keep us protected. Let your armor stay on. God, we will not be in a place that we don't put on our armor no more, God. God, we have learned in this season that we must be fully armed in order to keep moving forward, God. The devil is coming. Coming and the devil wants to try to attack, but we, we have a greater power, God. We have a greater strength than you. God, we are covered by you. Your blood moves and speaks for us in this hour, God. We thank you now, God. God, as we continue in this prayer, God, God, continue to have your strength lifted in our bishop, God. God, continue right now to cover, God. Continue to increase the gifts, God. God, stir up the gifts, huh? Stir up the gifts in him, God. God, stir up the gifts in, in Lady Johnson, God. Stir up the gifts in every part of leadership, God. Stir them up now, God. Move, God, now, God. Move in the houses right now, God. Move through Brevard County, God. Move through Seminole County, God. Move through Orange County right now in the name of Jesus, God. God, move right now in the name of Jesus, God. For every one of your children to understand and to stay home. In this very time, God, to stay before your feet, God. God, move right now for your children right now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for your moving power, God. God, we thank you for your healing power, God, for the miracles that you are performing right now. When doctors have been saying, no, there's nothing else to do, and they give it up on the people. But God, we thank God for your miracles moving, God. God, your miracles, God. Ha, ha, ha. Isha rada da raba sokosha yikarama mato shakei dara shabado so isha bada sekereri sada hisereri yavasa move God shake da da soko move God because I know your power is moving in this place right now God move God God we declare and decree that everything that you say God God we will believe in every promises that you got God begin to move God 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 if we not in right standing for you to move God God let us get right back on our face God God we don't want to do nothing in our flesh no more God God let us stop moving in our flesh God let us move in the spirit of God that you have given us that we will follow and God and move in that time right now, God. God, let us not move in men's time no more, God. But God, we want to move in your time, God. God, we want to move in your season, God. God, we speak the season now. God, that's so crazy. That's the season right now. Move, God. 
God, God, move in the season like never before. God, you are the one that shifted this season. God, when we declare to move with you, God, God, we declare to be obedient to whatever you want us to do in this time, God. God, we want willingness right now. God, we speak willingness upon your body, God. We speak willingness upon your body right now that we will be willing and obedient right now in this time to move as you say move, God. God, we thank you. Move right now, God. God, God, Shakabato Dosha. Isha Mandede Seke. He Sekere Seka. Kashikaranarabasokoshana. Move right now. Sakaranarabaoshana. But God did begin to bring. Bring order. Bring order right now, God. Bring order right now. Bring order. Shanda Rere Seke. Bring order back unto your body. Sika Rat. Yasokosha. Bring order. Saka. Isha. Stop moving in all and, and move in order now. You're moving in flesh. Now move in order. Move in order. Move in order. Move in order. It's a nasoko Move and order. He shall not yet so. Ramam no robi, he shall manda. And I say, he is so kosha. Move for shanade. God, we thank you for your move. God, we thank you for your instructions, God. God, we thank you for the things that you have spoken in this very hour, God. God, move. As God is moving across this land, in this, in this wind that's blowing right now, some of the world think it's up, coming of destruction. But the word is re- releasing, he's a cleaning up and bringing order back. The wind is bringing order back. He will bring order back into you. God is speaking to this region. It is too much division in this region. And he is speaking order. And the wind shall He's bringing God do it. We thank you, God. We thank you, Father. God, we know your word is going to manifest. And it's going to manifest now. We thank you right now that you, God, that you spoke to us, God. We 
thank you, God. God, we want to follow your order. God, we want to follow everything you have commanded in this hour, God. We thank you. God, we're going to give you glory, and we know it's going to be done. God, we declare and decree that the very manifestation of your word will come forth, God. And we thank you in advance that it's already done. In Jesus' name. Thank y'all for tuning in to our Tuesday night. <clears throat> Just a reminder. Ooh. Ooh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That we having our mass fellowship on Saturday, the 20th. We will have our very own bishops teaching. Myself will be teaching. And we will have Pastor Richardson from the Glory House, Columbia, Mississippi. Um, he will also be teaching and he will be speaking on Sunday. And I believe we'll be having Bishop Juan Miller to come. If I'm not, I correct that. But I believe he'll be coming to speak, speak teach, teach a class on Saturday as well. We look forward to y'all's coming to support cannot make it there in person, but still want to sow into good ground. Cash App, MIMS, COG1, and make sure you sow into good ground. Be obedient to God as He tells you to sow. And until next week, you be blessed.